Today is Friday, August 25th, 2023, and welcome to episode 58 of Rural Reliance with Candy Couple. My name is Julia. And I'm here. And we are a small homestead family in rural Southwest Virginia that work every single day on being more self-sufficient and more self-reliant. And really, we're all about reducing our dependencies on the outside world around us from any way we can, whether it's electricity dependence, debt dependence, Food, food dependence. Anything that we can think of. We're trying to cut that down a little bit every day. We'll never be 100%. No, but we would like to be 85%. <laughs> or more. Or more, yes. <laughs> So that's the end goal. Um, today is our Homestead Frugal Tactics. Yeah, so this is the one where we tell you, you know, what we've done from a frugality standpoint, what's worked, what hasn't worked, and what we're planning to do in the future to cut costs or or whatever else, be more frugal, you know? Yeah, absolutely. How we are saving money and how we're really working on paying off our debt. Um, so, economy, we know a lot of people are struggling right yes. now. Everybody keeps saying it's getting better. It just doesn't seem or it's, feel this way. Right, yeah. I, I, everybody that I've talked to talks about how it's getting worse, yes. not better. I don't know where all this getting better is coming from unless it's being pushed you know from a, a certain angle we can say that locally in our area in two days in two days we had two chain restaurants close up doors without notice leaving their employees wondering you know about their what what leaving their employees without a yeah, job yeah. and no paycheck no, no paycheck. way and another one left our area for a bigger city. Somewhat bigger. Yeah, somewhat bigger. <laughs> somewhat I, don't, I, don't, big. I don't think that will make it there either. I think they need to go to an even bigger city. But uh, <laughs> Yes, but three restaurants and two I, days. Yeah, and another one has announced that it's going to close by the end of the year. They say it's because they're afraid to retire and get out of the industry, but at the same time, is it because of the economy? Absolutely. So, we don't see where it's getting better. A lot of people are actually buckling down even more. They're being yes. more careful um, with their money, or they don't have it. Yeah, yeah. And one article I saw today was talking about how many people's cutting back on their streaming services. Because the prices have went up, they can't afford so many now. Right. So, before you would have so many, you wouldn't watch them all. Yes. Um, we were in that boat. Used we to were. Be. We yep. used to be. We had more than we ever needed, and we really talked, and we've been with that at what? Over a year? Oh, not over we, a year. We've got one. We've got one. But it's, you know, we, we plan for this one. Mm -hmm. um, it's part of our budget, and yep. it's only the one, and we do watch them. Mm -hmm. um, this is the one that we do watch. We watched it more consistently than the others, and we've been without it for how long? About uh, 10 months? It's not been quite a year. Yeah, it's not been quite a year. I don't, well, well, we'd got some deals on a couple, yeah, so, we it have. Might, so it might have been that. Yeah, so we've cut those out, but yeah. that just shows you the luxuries are starting to uh, drop. Yes, exactly. The fun stuff. Yeah. Restaurants, going out to eat, streaming services. That's signs that money is not going as far as it used exactly. to go. Exactly. Exactly. Because people don't like to cut 
those things. No, no, they don't like to cut those until you know they're hurting. Until you know they're hurting. Um, today we were watching Pluto, which is free TV, which we, that's our favorite free TV service. Mm. We were watching Pluto and they actually had a Credit Karma service come up about where to go and get your loans. You can now use Credit Karma, which is supposed to help you build your credit score to get into debt. Yep. And what was the interest rate? Some you saw of them, they were variable. Some of them were 22. Some of them were 10. Like it was just like up there, but yeah. that's, that's kind of the normal. So for a personal loan, your credit karma. I mean, it's getting scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I've got two other articles that I had up that I wanted to bring up as well. And one is if you hadn't seen the credit card uh, debt hit over one trillion now. One trillion, not a billion, one trillion. So it shows how bad that we're getting that people's relying on their credit card so much. And I mean, people, you can get them so easily. Yeah. And the interest rates are insane. You could drown in credit card debt. I mean, absolutely yes. drown in credit card debt. And the other one is, right now, it says a third of millennials say they're at the risk of bankruptcy. A third. That's our generation. That's our generation. We're, we're, we're at the um, far end of that millennial one. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, you know, a lot of people don't, millennials, that's like, um, what it was, 80 to 90s. Somewhere Or, or, or 2000 yeah, or so. Yeah, something you know? like that. So most of us now are late 30s, 40s, you know, type of time frame. Um, some people still think the millennials is the younger generation, but no. Uh, one with the older ones that says one and three now um, are at the risk of bankruptcy. And it also said that um, 86% of survey respondents said a major life event or change uh, exacerbated their debt, such as job loss, medical costs, getting hitched, or having kids. So it means they don't have any emergency savings. Absolutely. They're not planning. They're not saving up as they go. They're not paying off their debt. Right. And... It's these are things that we weren't taught in school. Exactly, and it should be something that is taught Absolutely. in all school. You should be taught finances. You yes. should be taught how to pay off your debt. You should be taught not going into debt. You should be taught, you know, if you're gonna have kids yep. and all of these things, you know, to plan for expenses. That is how we live our life. Right. Um, we went into debt again. After being out of debt. We did. We planned for this. But it was to, it was for our future. It was. It was to make everything work better from a homestay perspective in the And house, from a home perspective. From a home perspective and for the side hustles. Yes, a business perspective. Um, so we looked at this and we really looked at it carefully and we went into this decision. Now, what you all don't realize is we've talked about how this year our goal is to really get this debt paid off. We are really on track at this point to have this paid off by, you know, by December. the be- by December. I end, mean, it's, end, end of December. It will be gone. Um, yeah. That's the goal. We are really, Buckling really getting down. down. I yeah. mean, we have been very careful. And we're going to talk about the things that we're doing right now to stretch our dollars as far as we can. 
to save as much money as we can and how we're compensating for additional costs um, yes. because our costs are increasing in some areas. So we have to compensate just to maintain our current budget. Right. Not to go under, just to maintain. So what are we doing? So I don't know like about everybody else, August is super heavy on this homestead um, and preserving. Very much. Very, very heavy <laughs> preserving. But I've tried to avoid doing a lot of the heavy, heavy preserving until it's a lot cooler outside because then I don't heat the house up as much. Right. I don't have to compensate for that. We don't have to run the air conditioners, the unit, or the smaller units because I'm trying to, trying to manage how this works. But... I still have to put up a lot of food. A lot of food. We've been putting up a but lot of food. it's going to save us... So much money. So much money, yeah. I mean, this is like... I, I, know, I, know, I know Julia's wearing thin right now. She's so <laughs> tired. But she's doing it to preserve, you know, uh, get to the goals that we need to be. Yes. And we have really focused very strongly on growing food that we eat. That was a big focus for us this year. It's going to be an even bigger focus for us next year. We're going to grow more of the foods we eat every day, more of the foods we like to have on hand. Um, really learn how to grow those and grow them well and grow enough for us to have throughout the winter, the fall, and the spring so we have them until they're ready to start start producing. Now, we tomatoes, we're, we're killing it. Yeah, yeah. The Romas have been... Even blighted. Even blighted, yeah. I mean, I feel like I need to do a video, but I'm kind of embarrassed to show you off what these things look like. They look so bad. They look terrible. They look diseased, but the tomatoes are amazing. Yeah. They're amazing. Um, and they're doing fantastic. I mean, they're doing great, but I also think it, the weeds kind of have helped protect them from getting sunburned, too, because some of the weeds on the outside and on the inside that we had missed kind of grew up with mm -hmm. the plant. And it's kind of protected them. But I put, well, how many bags in the freezer now? 12 to 15? Somewhere around there? It's Ga a lot. Gallons. Gallons, yes. So that doesn't seem like a lot to a lot of people. It's a lot for, that's a lot of tomatoes. Yeah. Um, I mean, we are out of freezer space, so they've got to be canned this right. weekend. Right. Whether it's hot or not, we've got to can because we don't have any room for to, to stuff anything else in the freezer. <laughs> so we'll be doing that in the evening. Um, that's what we're doing. We're compensating. We're not running the freeze dryer unless it's cool. Yeah. I mean, we're we're trying to plan that out. So if it's over 85, 86 degrees, we're not running the freeze dryer. Now, we've been running that thing when it is cool nonstop. Like, we plan it out. When do we start yeah. it? When do we give it a rest to thaw? Because we let it thaw out naturally um, through the air, and that works really well for us. But it does need a little bit of time to rest because we find that if we don't give it time to rest in between, the next batch tends to take a little longer. Well, it, it thinks it's done quicker, but it it's actually... It's really not. <laughs> right, it actually takes longer, yes. So, but it's been running nonstop, and we actually invested in a fan in there yeah yeah i mean we have been pleasantly impressed i think this is going to be something we'll be getting a couple more of to just because of the energy usage so with it it is a uh, one you put in your window and it's got 
a slide out on one side so it fits in any size sort of. Um, but it has low, medium, high, and then it can go in, bring air in, push hot air out, or it can do but. both. So um, on high, it runs 120 watts total. Um, that's a lot less than, you know, any type of AC unit would do. So um, For us, that cost would be for 24 hours because we don't turn it off at high. 24 hours at high would be 50 cents. 50 cents a day. Which is a way less than running yes. our air conditioner. Yes, and we've been running this one, uh, especially at night, to bring in that cold air into the house. Oh, my God, it yeah. gets it cold. Like, it is... It's like in the 60s mm-hmm. in in that room because it pulls in that cool air. Like It pulls it in better than anything I've ever seen. It cools those rooms off better than any other air conditioner I've yeah, ever seen. Yeah. If you catch it and you start it at night, and we've just been putting it on low and kind of letting it run to just sort of manage the, the air and to kind of help circulate the air in there so it doesn't get very hot. It, it's been amazing. Yeah, and I, it's going to be more of a spring-fall one for us instead of running the AC so much, but I do see us using it in the summer, even at nights, to bring that yeah. cool air in. That's to, why getting another one or two um, wouldn't be that bad. So it's really helped. It was It wasn't a bad investment. It was actually a really good price. It was a very good price for what it does. (coughs) Oh, excuse me. And it works so well. I was, I couldn't believe how well this, this little window fan thing worked. I was. Yeah. We were insanely shocked and it was the best move we ever made. But it's helped us run the freeze dryer longer. Mm -hmm. That room, even if it says it's 80 degrees in there, it does not feel 80 degrees in there at all. Not like when we ran an AC unit in there. The AC unit felt much warmer. We would have to keep the door shut and try to maintain that temperature and run a fan. It would still say that the room was warm. Mm -hmm. This little fan, we don't get that. Very rarely do we get that notice anymore. Yeah, and I think we spent around 60 bucks on it. It was $60. Yeah. But it was a planned expense Mm -hmm. this month because we knew we needed one for something. We were either gonna put it in our office or we were gonna put it in there. The decision was made that we really needed it in with the freeze dryer because we are running the freeze dryer so much right now. So it was a budgeted expense. And it's helped us turn that more and has gotten us up to 50 quarts of freeze-dried zucchini. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a lot of freeze-dried uh, zucchini and squash. Here. So that's not the only thing we've been preserving. We haven't just been preserving tomatoes. We haven't just been preserving um, squash and zucchini. We are also working, we did peaches as well. So not, pe- not our own, though. We, we don't grow enough of our own yet. 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 <laughs> the goal is to eventually, right. we have one peach tree that produces. We might get 10. I think the most we ever got was 15. Um, but and they're, they're amazing. They taste absolutely amazing. They're some of the best peaches. Oh, I know. They're so good. It's just when we can get to them. Yeah. <laughs> one year we had a squirrel, <laughs> and he, he took quite a few. But we do buy peaches, and we buy them from a local, uh, well, uh, Amish place. yeah, local Amish place. Well, not really local. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a high. Um, 
And when we go, they're $30 a box. They're strictly canning peaches. They are not peaches that you like to eat fresh. Yeah, they don't taste good eating fresh. <laughs> Aaron, he didn't believe it. He's like, there's no way. Yeah, I thought, okay, I'll try it. You know, I, was, I looked it up, made sure there's nothing wrong. You know, about eating a can of peach. But no, it's just, it's just hard. It's very hard. Um, but they can really well. And last year, we actually got 24 quarts per box. This year we did not get near that much. We had some we had some bad ones this we year. We had a lot of bad ones this year. A lot of bad spots. Half peaches were had to come off. Um, but I still made the most of those peaches, and yes. that is how I've saved money. Because we do eat peaches. We love the canned peaches. We love them for breakfast, um, or as a side for dinner. I like to sometimes pull some out for Isabel for dinner as a dessert item. She'll eat them. So we like to have them on hand. And even though we spent $30, we got 15 quarts of canned peaches. But I stretched it as far as I could when I really saw how little I was going to be getting. Right. So I made a peach syrup. It was supposed to be jam. It didn't set because I was trying to use up what I had. Uh, Pectin-wise, before I started using my Pomona's. And it didn't quite set up because I don't think I had enough pectin. But that's okay because we'll use the peach syrup and oatmeal. Yep. And it tastes amazing. Oh, I know. The oatmeal is so good because I had had too much to can that I just put it in the oatmeal for this week. You know, it it gives it just enough peach flavor that it it is absolutely amazing. But between all of our supplies and everything that we did, we were under ninety cents per jar. That's my sugar and my pectin, and we made vinegar, and that's included as well. We have vinegar started, so we will have peach vinegar. So we've got syrup, vinegar, and quart peaches. Yep. Yeah. That we stretched that dollar as far as I could. And a lot of people say, well, what about your time? Well, this is something that I I find it very hard to put a dollar amount on my time for these things. Because I know they're going to save us so much money in the long term. Because they do. I can't find peaches at a dollar in the grocery store anymore. I, no. you, I used mm-hmm. to. I used to. You can't. Now on sale, it's $1.25. On sale. Maybe. And it's very, very rare that you see canned fruit in our area on sale. You just don't. Um, I can get these peaches for a very reasonable cost. I can make the most out of all the pieces. They taste amazing. Um, I like supporting the local-ish Amish place. Um, and it's it works for us. I'm okay putting that extra time and effort. And really, in all reality, it took me, what, maybe 10 hours Probably. to do it all. And it's a hard 10 hours. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say it's not a hard 10 hours. You're on your feet the entire time. You're cleaning. You're putting everything together. And then once it starts to go, you you rush, you have to do it and get it done. But it helps my family long term. And that's what's important to me. So that's one way I have saved us money. Um, because we will eat this all winter long. We'll eat it in our oatmeal. We'll eat it for breakfast. We'll eat them as sides. Yeah. And it's a good way to replenish the stores that we've used over the winter. Um, soap. Talk about homemade soap. Oh, so, yes. So, if you hadn't seen our video on the homemade liquid soap, we needed to make some soap for our soap dispensers. Anyway, so we thought, okay, we'll do our video on homemade liquid soap. And, uh, you know, all we did on it is take a bar of soap, 
shred it up, cook it down into soap, and then we were able to use that into our foaming dispensers as well. I didn't think it was going to work. I didn't either. I did not. I did not think it was going to work because we've used this recipe for for years. I mean, Mm -hmm. since I came since I came in Aaron's life, he's been using this recipe. Um, Because before he would buy it, I think at the Dollar General or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what I did. <laughs> it's been so long ago. Because right. um, once I came, I was like, well, I can make soap. And he's like, what? I'm like, yeah, I can make it. And uh, we've been making it ever since. And I made it at my grams to kind of help save costs there. It was so easy. And it, it, it is such an easy. I, I would really suggest you look at that video and see if it's a good option for you and your family. Um, a lot of people have commented that they're going to try it with their homemade soap, mm-hmm. which I have never done. I do make homemade soap, but I usually um, don't do like a cold press up. I typically do a hot. I cook it for a while so it's quicker to use. Works better for us, and I don't really do it for the prettiness or anything like that. I just make it to for and to use. Yeah. Um, but I've never tried to use it for. We, we've always had some bars of soap cheap, cheap around, so we, we always made this. And if you saw the video, it was under a dollar mm-hmm. for um, a gallon for a gallon of this hand soap. Yeah, so it works out really, really well for us. Um, but definitely check out that video if you have it. And if you have any ideas to make better, let us know. We're always looking for ways to improve it. Yeah. But it does save us money because we did need it. And the fact that it will go even further with the foamy dispensers, I mean, this stuff's going to last forever. months. Yeah. And months. It's like going to take, like, it's going to last forever. And I feel like even in the foamy dispenser, it's working better. Mm-hmm. I agree. Than it ever did before. I don't know what the difference is. Um, those foamy dispensers, they are the only way to go. They really are. I mean, all you got to do is buy a couple cheap ones, you know, at your local Walmart or whatever. And then after you're done with the stuff in them, you know, you can put your home After soap in Christmas. They go on sale. Go on sale. Get the smelly Christmassy ones. Yep. Use that soap up, then put your homemade stuff in it. It works just fine. And electricity. So... We know we've been using more lately because of the freeze dryer. Yes. That's our biggest expense. Yes. Um, But we still think we will be on our budget. You know, like we said before, we have it set at a higher limit, you know, for things like this. um, So that we do keep it on that. One thing we are worried about is, though, they're trying to push through another rate increase. Yes, a rather large one. Another $20 per 1,000 kilowatt hours. Yeah. So most families would at minimum see a $20 increase uh, from um, our power company again. Um, They say they're not making a profit. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Oh, Lordy. Um, We're maintaining. That's, That's the goal. So how are we doing it? Well, we've not turned the air conditioning on yet. We are actually... We, we're we using the two little AC units. We've talked about fans, that other uh, window fan, you know, and box fans. So, I will say this. Like, we're not running them all day. No. We are doing them at strategic times of the day. And we're maintaining the temperature of the house at what we would keep it at if the um, air conditioner were on. So, in the summertime, we would be 78, 79. Mm-hmm. Um 
that's that's typically the temperature we leave it at we don't go down to like 65 we don't do 70 or 72 and we've kept it there i mean consistently, consistently. have kept it there yeah. it, it we're at 90 degree days right now and we're keeping everything pretty well maintained yeah and we'll turn on the ac units probably around the two to three o'clock range and turn them off probably about the 9 30 range yeah so when it starts to cool down enough outside then we crack the windows in certain places yep. of the house open them up in other areas and it just kind of keeps it very cool very comfortable mm -hmm. uh very it's been very comfortable the only room i would say gets hot is our office but that's because there's two people in here and the computers and the computers they S do set off a lot of heat so that's why we are thinking about you know another one of those window fans for the office per se but we're at budget which is what is important we're not over budget we are at budget so we are making the adjustments to maintain and we're not really feeling like we're suffering. No. At all. Well, right now it's pretty hot in here doing this. <laughs> it's actually not that bad. I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm pretty hot. We got the door closed at the moment. <laughs> it does. It it does kind of block off the heat whenever mm. we are sitting here. Um, grocery budget. We're actually gonna be right at it. We had a few stockpile items. And we made a big stockpile trip to uh, Sam's <laughs> at the beginning of the month, which. You know, we're going to be on budget, but if we hadn't made that trip, we, we would have been, you know, probably like half of our cost. Yes, half of our cost. And, but it's not a trip we do like every month mm -hmm. or every two months. It's probably every three to four. Um, we pick up just a few items that like rice and a few other things that we like to have on hand. Some of them are more convenience items. Some of them are, this is really easy for me to grab and take if we need to get out and go somewhere. And that's okay. Yep. It's okay. It's not ideal, but it is okay. And we kind of manage that. But we are on budget. I actually thought we were going to be over budget. But looking at the ads this week, yeah. we're yeah. going to be under. Um, or right at Right it. at it. So I feel really good about that because I was, I was a little bit concerned, a little bit worried. And we also have the peaches. And when we go get peaches, we also go to the that deli inside of there, which is a little bit pricier, but it's a treat. It's it's so good. It's a, it's a treat. But we don't do it every week. We don't do it every month. We go only when we're going here. And we try to keep yeah, those like costs down at a minimum. Three times a year, maybe. 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 And, and we don't get a whole bunch of deli meat. We get, like, turkey a half a pound of this cheese, a half a pound of this cheese, and like this time we got pepperoni. And we used that for our main dish this week. We did. So I used part of that for that because it was it just worked that way. Now what are we doing next month? Definitely going to be working on the solar setup. You know, we've talked about that before. It's something that we, we just haven't had time to, to get it set up. And all I'm doing now... That I need to do to get it set up um, to at least charge the batteries and then use it from that. We still don't have like a transfer switch put in or anything. That's still a little ways out for that. But this will get us where we can take some of our energy costs down by using um, that. And what we're going to be, what I've got to do left to set it up is basically get them on their stands. So we have a 
whole week we took uh, vacation coming up that we're going to be uh, working, preserving, and, you know, doing stuff uh, to set up from a frugality standpoint. Absolutely. we got a lot of things to work on that week. Um, a lot of uh, projects to knock out and really make some major headway, yeah. which is, this is a week we typically do that. Um, we really try to knock out a lot of stuff. Um, so solar is really important. Like yeah. Aaron's get that and get batteries uh, so we can charge batteries and charge things and run a few things in the house. And um, car is the other thing. Uh, my car that I used to drive into work um, after the baby, we um, let the battery die and we haven't got it back running, so it's sort of been sitting there. Haven't really needed it because we don't really leave the house, but we've got to get yeah, it Yeah, and um, it, it's a two-door, so it's it, it wasn't practical to get the baby in and out, but we do need to get it going uh, um, to save more money on gas. Yep, as we see gas prices are going up, that we're seeing that pretty substantially in our area. We're staying under budget, but I always keep the gas budget padded. Aaron's wanted to drop it a few times, and I'm like, no, we're going to leave that where it is. Because um, I feel like it's a price that fluctuates so much. And I would rather always over-anticipate what that is versus under-anticipate and then try to adjust reevaluate later so we always tend to pad it but we always drive our vehicles on the eco mode i, I mean we we drive everything on eco mode we don't have an electric vehicle or anything like that, but we always try to focus on trying to save as much gas as possible when yeah. we do have to go out and, and for us an electric vehicle in our area is not really practical um because a lot of times it's it's hard to even find gas stations from the rural routes it, it's uh uh, it'd be even tougher to find some place to charge if you had to. Right here, like you could about an hour out. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if our other town next to us, it's a little bit bigger, has any. I don't think they do. If they do, it's just like a few. Um, but for the most part, it's about an hour out for a charging station if we had to go somewhere. So for us, it, it's not makes, it doesn't make sense. If you lived in that town, it, it makes perfect sense. It, it really does but for us it really it's not very practical um we really um are planning on staying home for the most part with what we've done this month what we're doing next month i really haven't been leaving the house very much no i've been making some grocery trips while she's been working on uh you know preserving and a lot of it has to do with how aggressive we're trying to be on getting our debt paid off this year I know before it was getting it paid off next year, we have had to make some change of plans and um, really reevaluate. Yeah, and, and this makes the most sense to us pushing this hard. It does, and it's a few months of really hard pushes, really focusing, um, you know, but we don't feel like we're missing out. We have enough to do. We've got so much to do yeah, right now yeah. between the garden. Like, we've not even gotten to our heavy, heavy preserving yet. Like, yeah. I've not even gotten to the heaviest part of my preservation because our squashes and our pumpkins are still growing and or curing on the vine. Like, yeah. I've not even hit. That, uh, or potatoes. Uh, we've yeah. not even 
hit the hard part yet. Like, I know that's that's going to be when I'm going to be, like, slammed to the max because mm -hmm. I will be getting those ready. And we will be running that freeze dryer even more. So one of the things we're hoping is we're, we're getting more cooler weather coming through. They're actually saying... Close to next week for us. For the next couple of weeks. So we're really hoping that this next month we don't have to run the AC units for the length of time that we have been. Or we can kind of cut them back a little bit earlier. It's been kind of... Even when the sun goes down, still outside it's been kind of... Yeah, it kind hasn't of, been getting down below um, 70 five until after 10 usually and we're humid so we yeah. don't have a dry heat no. so humidity plays a massive role in what it yeah. feels like so it could feel it could be a lot cooler if you have a high humidity and it's it just it feels like you're you're in a hot box and like in a sauna it just can get miserable right. <laughs> and you don't want that in the house so we really tried to manage that trying to maintain and keep everything as comfortable as possible but we're hoping this month that those things kind of go down but we're also focusing on maintaining and i know a lot of people will say well you're not progressing you're not making strides but our big goal right now is the debt is the debt that's number one top priority of focus yep get that paid off and then it opens up so many more possibilities uh, for us, you know, from money that isn't going to debt. Absolutely. And, you know, all the other things that's going to come with that. It's just, it's going to be so freeing for us. And yeah. that's that freedom we want. And also we are seeing things with the economy that are concerning. That's, you're not seeing, for, for everybody to say it's getting better, we're seeing a lot of bad things happen to really good people. Yeah. Losing their job, business is closing, people are struggling every single day. So for us, it's very important to make sure we, we get the yeah. house, you know, get getting the loans paid off. Right. We, we want to be debt free. And that is a debt we will never, we will never take on any other mm. debt. We've already talked about this. This is, I'm, I'm finished. <laughs> I'm finished with that. I think Aaron is too after this one. Yep, yep. It will be um, pretty much cash. Any other time. That's nope. I, I'm I'm absolutely 100% okay with that. We can save money. We know what we're doing. We're very good at saving. We're very good at paying off debt. Yep. But we don't want to do this again. <laughs> we don't want this uncertainty. Right. So what do you think we did the best this month? Well, we forgot one thing first. So... We're going to have a video coming out. Uh, it might be next week when it comes out. Um, I was trying to think when we do that and when it had to come out. But uh, um, from a frugality standpoint, we will be clothes shopping for Isabel. Yeah. So make sure you check that out, how we save money when we buy clothes. Yep. And because we live in an area where yard selling for baby and toddler clothes you're going to pay quite a bit. Mm -hmm. um, going to our local thrift stores, things like that, doesn't really work because they close by the time we're off from work. Yeah, so yeah. you can't you can't get to the Goodwill, you can't get to the SA. Um, so a lot of these places close when, <laughs> because we work. So we've had to be creative and find different ways to save money and make sure we have what we need for her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh. 
you want me to go with my final thoughts first? Yeah. Okay. Wait, so, what do you think we did the best on this? Preserving. Definitely preserving. Um, we did the best on preserving. <laughs> she did the best on preserving. Uh, I took some scraps out, got some jar lids, watched the baby. <laughs> That's about the truth. Um, but, um, you know, things we definitely need to work on is our energy. Um, I, I know it's been hot. I know we've been running freeze dry and stuff like that, but trying to think some more outside the box of ways to save money. You know, uh, we've got the um, Delta Pros now, so we need to start using those to reduce some of the cost. I would I would agree with the solar. I'm really excited to start seeing a few things come off of the building using those to, if nothing more, making sure that our batteries are charged and using those batteries to power our lamps in throughout the house, um, as that's our main source of light is our lamps, things like that. Um, I mean that that's really exciting for me. I feel like one of the best things we did this month was really making that investment in that fan for the freeze dryer room. That's true. Um, it was such a good move and we contemplated where to put this and where it made the most sense. And while yes, I would have loved to have had it at my desk, um, it made a lot more sense for us to put it in there. It really help that machine do what it needs to do. Because for us, it's very important that, you know, we have that food and we run it that through that machine because of what it does and we'll we will get a video out on why we decided to go with a freeze dryer being a frugal homesteading couple yeah. because a lot of people would say they're not frugal and in a way they're not right i mean your electricity usage uh, well supposedly now the newer model is supposed to use a little less electricity but um their electricity usage and you know just the Cost. Cost to run one and maintain one. So we'll have a video out on that eventually while we actually decided to go with that. But for me, um, I would say that little fan helping there. And then the, the cost to work on would be the grocery budget. I really want to get that down um, as much as possible this month. Really focus on that. Focus on getting um, pressure canning, a few things for the pressure canner if we can. Um, maybe some meat, things like that really try to get that stockpile built up if it's cool enough and it's not going to run our run our, yeah. our cooling bills up because it, it does put off heat those are things we have to think about but and we we're going to have to compensate for the fact that i also have to do a lot of other canning and it is expensive to run well not super expensive it's worth the cost for us to run the canners but it takes two hours to run my canner because it's a the, big the canner. Um, if you haven't seen the one she's talking about, it's the Amish bath canner. You can uh, see that video out there where uh, we described it last year by this time. So it takes two, but it does twice as many jars mm -hmm. in way less time, and we have to compensate for that. Right. So it's all about compensating. So we're really <laughs> learning to, to juggle those costs to, to maintain. Just everything's about maintaining right now. Yeah. Yeah, well, if there's anything you want to hear in a future episode, anything you want to comment on, you know, send that over to thecannycouple at yahoo.com. Um, make sure to go over and check our link tree, which has all of our other content. And if there's a, you know, 
some random site that you prefer to listen to your podcast to that we're not on, you know, hit me up in the comments below on either Spotify or the YouTube. And, you know, we'll try to um, get signed up for that, that one as well. And if you have any frugal homestead things that you've done this month that you think are just absolutely yeah. amazing you want to share, please put that in the comments below. Let us know. Send us an email. We would love to share and try your ideas for frugal homesteading, what you do to save money, how you compensate and maintain your current standard of living in times where everything seems a little bit more uncertain every day that goes by. And... As always, thank you for joining us on Rural Reliance with Candy Couple, where we work hard, live simple, and enjoy life. Have a wonderful day.